Hey there! Welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People. My name is Sean, and next to me is my beautiful wife, Carrie Jones. Sean is a former cop and now his own businessman, and this writing podcast is about writing what? and life and being quirky. We start with a random thought recorded somewhere in our house, oftentimes in our bedroom, and then we do a writing tip and a dog tip. Why do we talk about writing? Because I'm a writer. Because Carrie Jones is an international and New York Times best-selling author. She knows a whole heck of a lot about writing. But not about life. Well, we do stumble through life quite a bit. <laughs> and you'll experience that if you keep listening. Let's start with a random thought. Alright, let's go, baby. Hey. Hey there, girl. What's going on? It's random thought in the office. In the office. We yes. never do them in bed anymore. I know. We're getting to be so old. Old people. Nothing happens in bed anymore. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this broadcast uh, one of you up front might be a little bit explicit for your tender baby ears. What? Yeah, man. That's exciting. I know. But first, we're going to randomly talk about something because it's random thought time. Do you have any ideas? Yes. Oh. Did you know that Vikings weren't really like a DNA genetic grouping they just figured out? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's like a cultural thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they did all these DNA samples on all these um, dead Vikings. Um, <laughs> and they determined that they were Vikings, I think, by like how they were buried, etc. Yeah. Know, and the artifacts and stuff. And so they ex- excavated all these Viking-style graves, right? Yeah. And um, they had a ton of people who didn't have any Scandinavian DNA. Oh, really? Yeah, man. So, I like Viking was, Viking was a job. Yeah, it, or like a culture. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Like That's pretty cool. Yeah, like, hey, what do you do for a job? I'm a Viking. <laughs> You'd have been a great Viking, babe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh gosh. What? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I have, you know, I'm big. I could grow facial hair. And You're very big and you can head, grow facial I got plenty hair. of head. I'd have to have a supersized helmet over top of my hair. You do have a big head. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, like a double entendre. It is a double entendre, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but I totally could see you as a Viking. Me, not so much. No, not really. So, yeah. Anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. And it also seems like the, that the, um, like the Swedish Vikings and the Danish Vikings and the Norwegian Vikings. Yeah. Though they, like, did it with everybody else and, like, brought them into their gene pool and stuff. They didn't do it with each other. Really? Yeah. Genetically is what they're finding right now. Who knows? They may find something different in the future. But, like, yeah. They can still separate, like, the Norwegian person from the Swedish person from the Danish person according to their DNA. Wow. I know. I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. What's really cool is looking at their names. (laughs) 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 And their backwards A's and stuff. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Um, also, the other thing that they found was a whole bunch of them, like, were, like, a bunch of Scandinavian guys were buried with a bunch of ladies from the British Isles and all the, like, yeah, oh, and yeah? all the artifacts were Viking stuff, like, not British stuff. So maybe they took those ladies. Yeah, maybe. As theirs. 
Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the lady's like, please take us away from England. Oh, know. maybe. No offense to England, but. Maybe they were just like, you know, like, the kind of girl that were sick the, of their parents' that's house, right. you know? And they were attracted to the bad guy. And they're attracted to those big, <laughs> tall Viking guys. And oh, also, Vikings had black hair back then. Really? Yeah, it was much more common for them to have black hair. Huh. I know, all these things you never knew about Vikings. I never knew that at all. I know. And here. I was wondering about Vikings. <laughs> and they have all the, they have all those sexy Viking stories and they're all blonde and like yeah. you know blonde. Not treating it like a job title. No, more no. like a her- heritage. I'm a Viking. Mm-hmm. I'm descended from Vikings. Eric the Eric the Wolf. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Although we both have Viking blood. Did you want to give me a high five? I was giving you a high five. Oh, you put your hand up in such a manner. Someday, Shauna, you'll be Eric the Wolf. A little uh, role play. Tonight? What? Eric the Wolf. Who are you going to be? I'm going to be Eric the Wolf. Carry the sheep? No! R-O-L-F, not W-O-L-F. Oh, because my whole thing was, you know, wolves eat sheep. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. We're not supposed to be that explicit, baby. Well, that's not explicit. It's a little explicit. Only after I had to spell it out for you. Hopefully, no one will listen to this podcast. Okay. Don't say that. What? What's wrong with you? Come You're on. jinxing us. It's a it's beautiful day outside, isn't it? It's embarrassing. It's a beautiful day. We've done all three of our Christmases or two, whatever. I don't even know. We're winding down to New Year's now. And Epiphany. We drank so much last night, we get a week off. Thank God. And then New Year's Eve. Woo-hoo. Uh, I'm never drinking again. Burning down the house, baby. Oh, New Year's Eve you are. Uh-uh. Did you stop that? No. No, then don't ever stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs>
is gonna like Sean will tell you the hint. Uh huh. And then I'll explain it. Okay. Sounds okay. Yeah, that sounds good. He looks so happy. I wish everyone could see his face. We're gonna have to start live broadcasting soon because o- only his... if you're gonna do good stuff like this. <laughs> hint number one. It needs to make sense. Yeah. So, we've all seen really unsexy writing, right? Like, you're reading the passage, and they're in a kitchen in a house in Wyoming, and they're doing it on the counter, and then, poof, they're on a foursome on some beach in Belize. And you're reading this, and you're like, what the what? Because, like, you can't even get into the sexy parts because it doesn't make sense as a whole. Like, your story, right? Right. So, like, even though you're all about the sexy parts like Sean, it still needs to make sense. Like, if you're only two people, you can't have seven limbs. Seven limbs? Yeah. Oh. Well, you should have eight. Yeah. You can't have nine limbs. You have to be able to do your math, okay? This is why I don't write sexy things. So, I just live sexy things. But, like, you can't have, like, things that make no sense happening in your plot or your setting or your sexy scenes. Right. right. Have like, you ever they seen... should make sense. Yeah, man. Sense. S-E-N-S-E. Yeah. So that's number one hint. It needs to make sense. Hey, can I ask you a question? Always. So, I know this This is hypothetical. Okay. Because I don't... But if you were just kind of a child when you were younger, oh, and you gosh. found a book that oh, potentially had a little bit of Randy stuff, obviously you weren't Randy. reading flat out erotica, but... Would you skim through, like looking for the keywords, just skipping everything else, but looking for something that indicated that that paragraph might be a sex scene? Yeah. I did that. I read, I read a hundred books and I don't know what they were about except for the sex <laughs> There was like one, I think, like my mom had called Clan of the Cave Bear and that book was huge. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. I totally skimmed that book. Was there sex in it? Yeah. There was a lot Bear of sex? prehistoric sex. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's probably rough, man. But it was probably quick. It was probably over fast. You know, she's tending the fire, all of a sudden walks up behind her and just takes it. Was t- there were some very bad scenes in there, but like, yeah, it was yeah. a, I totally did that with a lot of my mom's books. All right. Um, looking for the special sex words. <laughs> Kissing. Yeah, I don't um, even remember what my clue words were nowadays, but I had a whole... Corral clue words to look for. I think you still do that. I think you're lying. Well, no, because we don't really have any... Sexy books in our house. Well, that's true, too. Well, we do. We have one or two. Like... Like things you've worked on or oh. or people you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think that was a sexy book. Well, that's that why one. I hesitated okay. as well. <laughs> but that's what okay. its intent was. Okay. All right. Hint number two. Don't make it vanilla. No vanilla. Because everybody prefers chocolate. That's right. Or a Neapolitan. <laughs> so most readers aren't reading because they want to hear about the same old missionary sex that they've been doing with their partner for the last thirty-two years. We read books to experience new things. We read books to live out fantasies that we might never have a chance to do in our own life, right? Right. And we read books to feel like characters who aren't us and to empathize and learn and discover. And finally, we read books to get what we always can't get in real life. 
like a threesome, I guess. So make it hot and make it not vanilla. Hey, I'm finding out a lot about you just in this little podcast right here. What's that mean? I don't uh, really want a threesome. I was just giving an example, honey. Dang it. Well, never. I'm almost dead. I'm never going to live the dream. <laughs> Somehow you've made it this far, honey. I think you can make it a little longer. Anyways, the, um, like, but my point is, like, you know, most of us are never going to have sex on top of an elephant, let's say. Like, I don't know. That's just random. I don't know where it came from. So, if you're in. Like I said, I'm learning a lot about sex. <laughs> you want to write in your own crap. In your book, you want to have things that might not be normal. Happen you know, every it's like, night in the reader's bedroom or, yeah. or, I don't know. Like, okay, here. Here's something more mundane. Maybe your partner doesn't like to suck your toes, but you really want your partner to suck your, suck your toes. But that's never going to happen. So. Clean your feet. No. <laughs> so kidding. you're going to look for a book. Where sucking toes happens. Oh, right. right? Like, you want, yeah. like, things to not be just wham, bam, done. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of fetish books out there. Right. You want, like, that adorable repartee and the dialogue and stuff. Like, all the things that, like, um, you might not have in real life. Because right. all of us aren't witty, witty Stephen Colbert's or something. I mean, you don't even have to be a fetishist to appreciate a real cute, small pair of feet. Like yours, baby. Oh, gosh. Anyways. You just made everyone uncomfortable. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hint number three, Shawnee K. Make your character interesting and not just um, someone who is having sex rutting in various places. <laughs> rutting. <laughs> yeah. So, like, your character, even though you're writing an erotic book. Should be about more than just the um the the, the quest for new ruts. The quest for new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you want it to be a good book in general, right? Yeah. Like maybe they should write the book and then put the erotic in it after they've written a good story. Yeah, that some people do it. That do way. they? Yeah. Oh wow. It's not always so. All right, of and not always. hint number four. Be into it. Yeah. No matter what your personal feelings are about sex, you, the writer, you want to write about it like you're really into it. You want your, those endorphins to be out there on the page. You can't be male, female, agender, gender nonconforming, gay, straight, or pan to write sex. You can be any race or religion or ethnicity or social class to write sex. Sex is pretty much a thing that a lot of adults do. And that's why we have babies and the species hasn't died off. That's right. Oh, yeah. Anyone who tells you that one demographic is better than the other at writing sex, they're being a bigoted punk. Don't be a bigoted punk. No, nah, don't be a bigoted punk. No, man. Yeah. And be into it. <laughs> If you're one of those uptight people in real life. In real life. Like me. Don't write like that. Yeah. Oh. I can feel his penis. Penis. Enter my <laughs> vagina. That's how I write. Okay. Huh? Nothing. I was once at a... Um, Don't touch me there. That oh. is my no-no square. <laughs> Where did that come from? It's on TikTok all over the place, man. It's like... What? Really? Oh, yeah. They is make memes like a... out of it. 
no, no, don't touch me there. That is my no-no square. Is that like to help little kids? I think so. Oh, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. And you just made it pervy. Oh, oh no, no, they did. The kids did it. Oh, <laughs> The no. kids made it pervy, not me. I oh, got it from man. the 12-year-old. Uh, Who doesn't even know the mechanics of sex, but <laughs> she knows. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, anyways. Yeah. So when you're writing erotica, let yes. the, your mental... This is, sucks, but that's the only thing I can think of. Let your mental juices flow. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. If you're the kind of person that's uptight about it, but once you get going with your partner in bed and all of a sudden you're slinging the mm -hmm. naughty words, then write like that. Yeah. Right? Right. Get into it. Yeah, get, oh, we actually have seven tips. Oh, crap, we better get going. Oh, I know. Oh, no, All this right. is fun. We can make it this last, baby. No, <laughs> never it. rush the sex, unless it's just a quickie. All right. Oh, that's a good hint for your story, too, though. You don't want to rush through that sex scene. No, no. not unless you might uh, meeting up in the parking lot of a grocery store, just knocking one out real quick, <laughs> and then you got to run back home to your wife or husband. <laughs> Okay, hint well, number five. Books about all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, hint right. number five is... <laughs> Show it. Don't tell it. It's all about the details. Fornicating is the point in erotic fiction, right? But it's also the details that's the point. Um, so, you read two people having sex, and you think, uh, yeah, okay, whatever, right? The, yeah. the sentence you just read is... Two people having sex? Yeah. Boring. Yeah. So, like, that's telling, right? And it has no details, and it's super boring. It's so boring. Crazy boring. Crazy boring. We want our characters to have dimension, to be human or vampire or zombie, but detailed. And we want to root for them or cry for them or cheer for them when they scream booyah into the bedroom when they're done. Right? That's right. So. <laughs> or if you're walking down the street and you can hear them outside, you're like, hell yeah, get it, man. <laughs> Like that. You want to inspire people to say that to the sex scene. Oh, yeah. You wrote. Yeah. And, you right. can, and to do that, you have to show the details. Yep. Not tell the boring sentence. Oh, no. All right. No, no. Show it. That's yeah, what yeah. I tell you all the time, baby. Show it. <laughs> she is so cool. Don't tell it. So glad that my parents are dead and will never listen to this one. Okay, so hint <laughs> number six is... Dialogue is your friend. Teasing, the promise, the verbal foreplay. It makes the actual act way more worth it and enjoyable. You can be silly. You can be creative. You can be naughty. You can use double entendres. You can, which is like you say one thing and you mean sex. And you can have fun with your dialogue. Heck yeah. Heck I gotta yeah. learn the double entendre. I'm not too good at that. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> there we go. And here, our final hint. Oh, thank God. It's almost over. It's been exhausting. Okay. I'm having fun. Can we make up more hints? <laughs> I got one more hint. A hint number Wait. eight. Let's do seven first. Yes, thank you. Have fun. Yay. Just like in real life, fornication can be funny. Use that. Oh, it can be so funny. Can... So... Wait, what are you talking about? All right. Yeah, all right. Well, so... like if you're doing something 
You know, and somebody accidentally falls off the bed or... Oh. <laughs> you know. Or like... The dog is like smothered underneath you because he refuses to move off the bed <laughs> even though he, you're trying to be a little intimate. Or like the contractors come into your house that you're remodeling unannounced and you've been doing it on the floor in the spare bedroom. On top and of the sleep mat because there's no furniture in yeah. there. Yeah, and then you freak out and you run and hide, hide in, the in the closet of your own house. That would be funny. How did we end up hearing the same story? Was that one of our friends? We must have read it in a book. <laughs> Anyways. Now I forgot what my number eight hint was. No. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. I'm afraid. If there's any doubt. Right, I'll, take, I'll write it down. If there's any doubt. Try it out. Oh, it runs. Oh. If there's any doubt, try it out. No. And see if it'll actually work. Oh, you mean you want to do the, the exploring in your own life to make it work? Like if you're writing a scene and yeah. you're like, all right, exactly where would the hand be? Or where would the foot be if these people are all pretzeled up? Oh, pretzeled up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so if there's any doubt, try it out. Go pretzel up, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and make sure you... Never mind. <laughs> Dog tip <laughs> for life. Actually, this is the big dog tip version. Oh. <laughs> just for this episode. Why? And you said you couldn't do double entendres. You lied. You liar, lying, liar. <laughs> Anyways, here's our dog tip for life about writing sex scenes in books. Yeah. Which is a little weird, honestly, like to have to have a dog write a sex scene in a book, but they yeah. do it, you know, they can do it. So according to Sparty, our dog, uh -huh. you want to do as much research as you can for writing your sex scene. Research could be reading other people's books, watching other animals have the writing pleasures that you may not no, no longer have the ability uh. to do because of a little snip snip. And... Yeah, but he did a lot of research before he got his... He looks like he did, man. Uh, yeah. You know that when he was on the streets down south, he was running around... <laughs> Impregnating st everyone. St stealing food off people's tables at the outside dining areas. And humping and Humping things. everything he found. You know, he just has the humper look. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably some disfigured cats down there. <laughs> like, cat dog. <laughs> the cats love him, though. Oh, they like, do. Like, they freaking love he, Sparty he, Dog. <laughs> He probably like, ran around down the street and had a whole herd of cats following him. He probably did. He was the cat pied piper. Yeah. yeah. And even like bees, like there's a certain time of the year when yeah. I walk Sparty in um, Acadia National Park, which is an awesome place to live near. And he, and like bees will hop on his back. Yep. And hitch a ride. Yep. Like he is like this, I don't know what's going on with his pheromones, but he apparently is a very sexy dog to many a species. I think you just created a new word. What? Instead of pheromones, it's pheromones. Did I say pheromones? You did. <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the morning. But he's a dog, so he's got pheromones. He's got those. I love that word. Yeah. I'm so proud of my brain. They're making it up. I'm the making it it's up. It's also, if you make a love scene. Pheromones. On top of a fuzzy blanket, it could be pheromones. Oh my God. Got it? Yeah, that's Ooh. brilliant. I love this subject. We could just keep talking about it forever. No, baby. People have to go. No. <laughs> Maybe we should just change our podcast to only talking about sex books. 
Maybe we should just talk about only about sex. Yes. What about we talking about books? That would be hard. Why don't we just talk about our own personal sex? Okay, we're gonna. But no, no, not in that. More like the fact that we're getting old, (laughs) and sometimes it can be challenging a little more. Not for you. We had this discussion last night about how awesomely developed you are. Yeah, I'm perfect. You know, I'm. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Every once in a while, I feel like I could use just a quarter of the little blue pill, you know? You do not need a blue pill, baby. I mean... No. Look. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should talk about our sex life someday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about last night. No. Come on, baby. No. 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 We should. So, thank you very much for listening. If you want to like or subscribe or anything like that, just check out Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the podcast. And we are everywhere. And you've obviously found us this time, right? For the tips that go with the podcast, check out carriejonesbooks.blog. Right, Boo? That's right, baby. I'm sorry. You know all this stuff because you're like the tech guru. (laughs) You do everything. I do everything. But you can tell us about the music that everyone has heard. The music that we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and is made available through the Creative Commons license. There's a link to that license and the artist's website in the blog. And then the podcast notes. The podcast notes. And the artist is Broke for Free and the song is my favorite summer spliff. (laughs) Does that mean pot? Yeah, that's a joke. I didn't know that. A, a, it might mean something else too, but a split, a split is a joint. I wonder if that's what they meant. Oh well, we'll have to look it up, but I bet it. I would be surprised. Ooh, wow. All right, thanks for listening. On? That's it, man. All right. If you want to support our Patreon, Carrie Jones Books, we have Twitter and we have Facebook and we have Instagram and soon we're gonna be on TikTok. What? I know, I'm terrified. Oh, I'll have to enlist the aid of the 12-year-old. I mean, the aid of the 12-year-old. <laughs>